Welcome to Talking Tuesday. I am your host, Fancy Quant, and today we are going to talk about careers here, wrapping up season five. And I really want to drive home the point to you guys of do something that you love. And I can't emphasize this enough, and maybe this will spur on season six here a little bit because I have, I had season six I was planning before season five and some things came up. And so I want to just kind of sit down with you guys and talk about you know, being a good person and really loving what you do and why this is such an important aspect here. So I do the podcast, I do YouTube, and I waffle with myself constantly on, should I keep going with it? Maybe I should just shut it down, right? Maybe maybe it's not getting me the traction that I really want. Like, I'd love to hit 100,000 on YouTube just because I'll get a sweet play button for it. Uh, it'll make me feel good, right? Uh but also in the sense that it just takes up a ton of time to do these sorts of contents. And yet, as I mull it over in my head, I don't think I can walk away in the sense that I just love what I do. I love quant finance. I love talking to people about it. I love learning new things. And the channel and the podcast and all of your comments and all of your questions, they really make me think and they drive me to learn more and more and more. And sure, there's a piece of me that just in life in general would like to, you know, pack all of my stuff move up to like the mountains of Washington or Montana or I don't know, Colorado or somewhere and get a cabin and just, you know, get a bunch of like academic books and some paper and pen and computers and just sit down and just work through problems and learn more about, uh, you know, geology, which is one of my secret little hobbies. I just, just love geology. Uh, geology and physics and, you know, biology and chemistry and just digging through these different areas of like mathematics, for example, just going through things like topology and I don't know, differential geometry. And like, there's all kinds of cool things out there that I want to learn, but I just don't have the time. And this channel in a way takes up a lot of that time, but at the same time, it somewhat drives me. And that leads me to this part of my career, which is do what you guys really love. I, I couldn't even imagine going to work every single day thinking like, I absolutely hate what I do, or it's like, it's just mediocre, it's just paying the bills. Um, and part of this comes from different perspectives of this, of, you know, looking at this from a career longevity wise, is I've already been working, so in the quant finance realm here, I believe like eight years, something like that. Um, before that, before my two years master's on, I worked uh, for eight years at a startup firm doing corporate finance, accounting, marketing, web design, analytics, operations, manufacturing. Yes, I was the guy dragging rebar, 20-foot sticks of rebar around the yard and pouring concrete and painting and caulking and laying stone and all that. Um, and I've done this whole spectrum of jobs from you know blue collar to white collar, uh, from business to quant finance to you know masonry to concrete work to painting to, I don't know, construction and carpentry things kind of on the side with this. I mean, I've I've done a whole bunch of stuff and every single thing I've done for the most part, I really enjoyed it because I think I put my best foot forward. I put my heart into these jobs and I make the best out of it. But also looking at, you know, different jobs and thinking like, I loved being a Mason, like laying stone. So I did a lot of stone work. Uh, laying stone was just, it was easy. It was fun. Now, of course, there are parts of it that are really grinding and grueling, like the heat. So if you're laying stone in the summer, it's miserable. It's manual labor. Uh, if you're laying uh, cultured stone, which is, you know, cheap stuff, uh, it's thin and it's light and it's veneer and you can put it on really easy. If you're laying natural stone, it's hard and it's heavy and it's, you know, a little more back breaking to move things around and split them and cut them. And there's dust and there's stuff in your eyes. And I don't know, it can be miserable in one part of it, but I really enjoyed doing it. 
But I looked at it from where I was at. I was living in Washington State at the time. And I realized I was never going to make that much money doing it, even though I enjoyed doing it. And I started to think longevity-wise, like, I don't know if my body can handle, you know, construction work and masonry work in the long run. I probably should do something a little bit different with this. And so I went on and I started thinking in my head, I want to do something I just love, something I really enjoy doing because it'll almost be like not working. And so I thought about that and then I thought on the other hand, okay, the whole problem I have with, you know, being a mason, for example, is that it just doesn't pay me the money that I want to get paid for the work that I'm doing. And so I started just mulling through my head. And of course, I went for a finance degree and I was just going through the motions on, well, this is kind of interesting. There's some things I think I love it, but I don't really love it. Like, it's interesting and there's parts I love about it, but there's a lot of parts I don't love about it. And then I discovered, you know, math stats um, and computer science with financial engineering. And I went and got a master's and I really dove into those skills and I absolutely loved them. And there have been high points in my career and low points in my career where at the high points, it's just like things are clicking. I felt like I was really supported and loved where I was at on the teams I was at, the people around me. I felt like the work we were doing was meaningful. I was getting paid a good wage to do it. And again, you're an expert and you're kind of like feeling like an all-star. And I've had this come up in a few different points of my career and I will always cherish them. I will always look back and like, man, I loved working during these years at these firms um, it was just a lot of fun. And I enjoyed the people around me and built a lot of great relationships. There also have been rock bottom points where it's like, I've looked at it and thought, man, I'm pigeonholed. I'm stuck. I can't get out. I don't like this specific job or the specific area of what I'm doing. And I've done just crappy projects over the last few years. Or maybe this firm has weird rules. Like if you don't have a PhD, you can't go above so far. Um, so then I'd have to go back and get more schooling and do this, that, and the other. And I'm stuck and I can't get out and it's just not like a really good position to be in. And so I've thought like, oh, I've hated it. But at the same time, right, because I really, really enjoyed stats, math, and computer science, there's a piece of it that just drives me like, okay, this is a really crappy project and I feel like I've hit rock bottom, but I don't know what else I would do. And I do really love it. And it's kind of like weighing the YouTube thing. Like, you know, it's really draining it at some points and, you know, it's highs at other points. But when you have the lows, it's like, it's not like too bad because you're like, okay, I, I do enjoy it and I kind of want to keep going with it. And so really enjoying what you're doing is a really big piece, I think, of being successful and being happy in a career and also making good money as long as you weigh out, you know, where you sit and your priorities here. Maybe money's not that important to you. But that also leads me to the point and probably my most frustrating question I consistently get. And unfortunately, I don't even need a model. I could like almost pinpoint different types of people based off of all kinds of characteristics they get in this mindset that, Dimitri, which job makes the most? I need to know which job makes the most. And I'm always baffled and confused because it's always this whole list of complaints from these individuals like, oh, my friends are making more and these people are making more and the world's not fair. And like, they've got this ax to grind and they're out crying and complaining constantly. And to be honest with you, I give them what I would picture as good advice. I know it's not the advice they want, but I give them good advice. And that advice is go out and work on yourself. And they don't like hearing, no, 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 Dimitri, I don't care about working on myself. I don't care if you think I'm a good person or not. Let me, like, how do I make more money? And what they don't realize in this is a few different points here. So, one, chasing the job that makes the most money is a never-ending rat race of a circle. It never ends. Because you could always go through a process and say, okay, I'm going to go into quantitative finance. 
I heard it makes, you know, really good money. I found this individual at, I don't know, let's say DE Shaw, for example, and they make, I don't know, half million dollars. And that's what I want to do. And they can make that within, you know, say two years. And then you go, oh, I found this new job and it's at Google and it makes, you know, 700,000 in the first two years. And then, oh, I found this other job at, you know, a bank and it makes a million dollars. And I found this other job at another firm. And this guy, you know, I don't know, Facebook or Meta, whatever you want to call it, they're making 1.2 million. And so you're always like chasing the numbers and yet you're bouncing from finance to tech to data science to, I don't know, being a doctor to being a lawyer to doing all kinds of stupid stuff. And yet you're always going to be chasing that and you're never going to reach any sort of goal. And these individuals I know, if I could say, okay, I'll hire you and pay you a million dollars. I'll do it. I'll pay you a million dollars. Then the problem is they would do it and they'd be unhappy within like six months. They'd find out somebody else makes $1.1 million somewhere else at a different firm in a different company in a different industry in a different job. And so then they would be chasing these dollars from left and right. And so the advice I always get is you need to work on yourself. And why is because you have this, I don't know, you have this problem in the sense that like you always think the world's unfair. You're always viewing the world in this very negative, pessimistic view. You don't think it's like good enough and you don't think you're getting your fair share. And it's like, the problem is not the world. The problem is you. Like you have this destructive component and peace inside of you where it's like, you have to be better than everybody else. And you think everybody sucks and like the world's this horrible place and it's always unfair and unequal. And because of that, you're just like chasing jobs or you're chasing money or you're chasing status. You're chasing something that's never going to make you happy. And yet for these individuals, if they would just stop and say, okay, what do I really love doing? Let's throw money out the window for a second. What do I love to do? They took out a pen, they took out some paper and they wrote on there a bunch of stuff. And if you were me, you way back when you'd put, I don't know, like let's say masonry, let's say geology, finance. Sure. It's interesting. I like, I like things about finance and finance slash business. We'll put that on there. Um, maybe statistics and science, maybe science. And that's kind of my list. And I need to think in my head, what sort of jobs are going to fit these. And so if you can do that and you can narrow down like, Oh, maybe somebody else's list. I'll give you another example here. Maybe their list looks like, you know, I love to programming code. Um, I really like doing also like design work and creative things. So like artwork, maybe like Photoshop or like web design, that kind of sort of thing. Uh, I love to read novels and books, for example. So we'll put that in there. And, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you love history. We'll put that on there. And so you start to look at these things and you start to look at the piece of paper. You need to start to figure out what sort of jobs are going to be in these areas right? Because you can look at something like, um, let's say creative, the creative piece here, like the artwork piece. You could be a web designer. That's the thing. You could be a UI designer. So user interface. Um, you could be an actual artist, like maybe doing arts thing. And then you can think about, you know, these sorts of jobs and list them out. And once you have these listed out, then you can look next to that. And you can think about the next piece here, which is income. Start thinking about the income. How much in general, look online for averages. Don't look for some crazy story. Oh, this one individual, this one gal, she made like, I don't know, $50 million as an artist. Like be realistic and find something that's, you know, the average and write all those down. And then start to think about other questions around this and around the lifestyle and who you are as a person, 
but more importantly, who you want to become, what you want to do in the future, and start to think what really makes me happy, how much money is it going to make, what areas are these jobs in, maybe these jobs only exist in specific countries or states or cities, and so you should narrow that down and go, wow, I'd, this job is awesome, but I would never want to live and move in these sorts of areas, so that kind of rules that out. Um, start to think about as well, you know, in the career spectrum of that, are you satisfied if you made the average amount of money with an average career progression? And is it really like, again, going back to that happiness piece, would you be happy with this scenario, like building out this hypothetical life? And I think if you do this exercise a little bit and you start to realize, okay, what's really important to me are these sorts of jobs. And what's really important to me is this sort of lifestyle. And what's really important to me are, you know, I don't know, this sort of mentality. Like, if you want a cutthroat environment, go for it. If you realize maybe that's not the environment you want, then kind of lay that down there. But being honest with yourself and thinking through these sorts of things, you will build a far better, more successful career for a variety of reasons. One, like I'm talking about here with my job and my career and all these different things I do on the side, you need something that drives you in the low times. And I'm going to tell you money dries up like the incentivized piece of money dries up usually within a few months. Like I get really excited. Like when I had my first job, I was like, oh man, I can't believe it. I'm making X amount of dollars. And you know, this is more than I thought I would make. And then I talked to some friends that had jobs and I was actually making more than them. And I'm like, oh man, I'm really excited. Like I'm really valued and I'm doing a job I want to do. And then within six months, it was like, so what? Like, right. I'm more focused on the job piece. And it's like, I like the job, you know, and I talked about different things about the job and the people I worked for, but it was all about the job, the job, the job, the job. And then the money piece too, there's always a piece that's like, I really want to get promoted. I really want to make a little bit more money. Um, you know, I do know there's like that money piece is going to come in the back of your mind and it's not bad. So what I'm saying is, you know, with other people in general, just chasing dollars to chase dollars. There's also a piece of you that thinks about too, like, it's nice to get promoted. It's nice to feel valued from getting the promotion. It's nice to have more money. If I had a little bit more money, uh, I could afford to do this, that, or the other. And these would be fun projects to work on. Right? It's not that money's bad. And of course, all of us are going to want more money. Um, but really thinking about, okay, this is where I'm at. This is the sort of job title that's next in line. This is the sort of opportunity I'm going to be looking for. And it would pay a little bit more money. But that that money piece just wears off super, super quick. Sometimes for me, it's been like a month and I've just been like six months, but six months is a safe bet that it just wears off and you're like, man, I'm so, I'm worth so much more than this. I should be doing so much more. And at the end of the day, it's, it's just one of those things that's like, I feel like the longer in a career and the more money you make in the sense of like, okay, I have all my basic necessities easily paid for. Like, yeah, of course I want to make more money, but there's always going to be like, I really want to do something interesting. And I think the further you get into a career, you'll start to find out those that love what they do, they just naturally succeed at these things. Like for me, it's not that much work to pick up a stats book and read it and figure out this sort of model that we need for this new unique problem and to build it all out. Whereas when I look at other individuals that are on these sorts of teams, like they're, they're like, I really want that promotion. I'm really working hard but I have to, you know, do this project, that project, and the other project, and that's the big, you know, high-profile project, and then get the promotion, I have to do it, and I don't really like doing it, and I need to go and read that book and get these new skills, and it's like this big, drawn-out process for them. And so those that just 
you're naturally gravitated towards it. It helps you get those low patches in a career. It also helps you when you have like, you know, the grind to do and you get those promotions. Things just click better for you. Things just work better. You have a better attitude as well because you enjoy what you're doing. Um, and that goes back to working on yourself as well as working on the like being happy and excited and like, you know, you really enjoy doing it. Even though there's really bad times, there's always a little bit of light, a little bit of hope in there. Whereas if you just do it for the money, it's a grind, guys. It's not worth it to do it, even if it's like a really high paying career. And I'll touch on this too, just to wrap this up a little bit on the importance of, you know, getting a career you love. I always see people that say, oh, Dimitri, I'm going to do this career and it's going to pay me X amount of dollars. And that's so much money. I'm going to do it for five years or I'm going to do it for 10 years. And then I'm going to switch and do something I love to do. And then I'm going to do what I really want to do. I mean, you can say that, but I don't think that's going to be how it works. What's going to really happen, how this is really going to play out, is you're going to work a few years, you're going to put in the grind, and then you're going to be really bitter and upset. And now you're going to be the person calling me saying, Dimitri, what's that job that makes more money than this? How do I get ahead? You know, I need to make more money. My friends are making X, Y, and Z, and I need to get ahead of them as well. And I don't really like these people, but they're my friends, and they have this big complaint you're going to get stuck in that grind. Or even if you grind out a full 10 years, you're going to be miserable. And a lot of these jobs that you're putting in this grind on, they're jobs you're going to be working long hours. And so when I look at it, I say, so you're not going to take any vacations in for the next like five to 10 years, right? And they go, what do you mean? Go, well, these jobs to get those promotions and to do all that competition, you're not that good at it because you don't really love what you do. So you're going to have to work twice as hard as everybody else just to be average. So now to get those promotions and be on that track that you want to get on and make all that money, right? You're not going to be taking a lot of vacations. You're not going to be taking a lot of leisurely, luxury, fun times. And they go, okay, no, I can make it work. Guys, don't waste it. Because when you're young, there's a lot of things you can do when you're young. Like, so let's say you want to skydive or surf or, you know, race motorcycles like I like. Doing these things, you got to do them when you're young. When you start getting old, your body starts breaking down. Your mind starts breaking down. You, you can't do what you used to do when you were a young, you know, young individual here. And yet, what's going to happen? You're going to grind through this. You'll hit the 10-year point. You'll be miserable. And then you didn't build those fundamental skills, as I pointed out in the last episode. And you're going to be so focused on like just doing the bare minimum to get by, to get the promotions, to get through the track, to make the money, to then finally move on to a new career. By the time you're 10 years in, what career are you going to jump to? Like, I don't think people realize that. Like, nobody says, oh, I'm going to be a, I don't know, say I'd be a quant and I'm going to grind out and make all this money in 10 years. And then at 10 years, I'm going to jump from that and I'm going to do something fun and exciting and I'm going to be like an artist. It's like, if you plan on working for a firm and not yourself at the end of those 10 years, like no one's going to hire you to be a high level just because you were some big shot, you know, managing director, CRO, CEO, I don't know, something fancy most people are going to jump in a different industry that you really enjoy doing and saying, oh, hey, yeah, we'll just put you in this really high spot. You're probably going to start as an analyst at the bottom. And then when you go and make an X amount of dollars, which is a ton of money, I'm going to go down and make it nothing. It's just not going to happen. And so again, do something you love. Do something you enjoy. If you don't enjoy math, stats, and computer science, for example, don't go into quant finance. Like That's what we do. I get really excited. I'm at my desk and I've got like, I don't know, some books. I have books all over my desk here, but I have all these books and I'm like reading books and people are like, why are you reading math equations? Like, oh, that seems like weird. But I'm like excited and I'm in the book and I'm reading the book and I'm taking notes and figuring out how modeling methodologies work. And for me, it excites me and it drives me. 
And that's the piece of a career that really will bring you success because you're not going to have to work as hard because you really enjoy it. And when you do really want to work hard, it's because like it excites you and it's not as much like work than it should be. So you're kind of like, you know, you're doing it because you're getting paid and it's part of your job, but there's a part of you that enjoys it. And then long-term wise, you'll just do better and be happier. And I think that's a key of like, if you want to pick a point in your career where you really grind hard and you really climb the ladder, it's hard to step back as well, but stepping back, so meaning like just settling where you're at or even just taking a step back in another firm where it's easier, is a lot easier and you can make a lot more money and you're still just kind of going through the motions with it, but at least you can kind of relax a little and, you know, take it easy. You can like halfway retire, put it in air quotes here, but doing things you love just makes life more enjoyable. Uh, It makes the process better. It also makes you a better person, I think, because you start to focus on what's making you happy in this process. I'm talking about thinking about what you enjoy, what you like, what lifestyle you see. As you start trying to build these out, trust me, uh, (laughs) what you think your life will look like at the age of like 22, 20, somewhere in there, maybe even 24, uh, is vastly different even by the age of like 30 to 35. And I can only imagine, you know, my life being at like 40, 50, and 60 is going to be completely different than I even think about or expect or want at this point at the age, you know, in early 30s here. So anyways, guys, do something fun. Do something exciting. If this doesn't excite you, if, you know, math, stats, computer science doesn't excite you, that's okay. There's other areas for you. There's other jobs. There's other careers. Find something you love. Find something you're passionate at. And thanks for listening to this podcast as always. And until next time.